Welcome back to another episode of Good Girl. I'm your host, Jules. Thanks so much for joining. How are we doing? I hope you guys are thriving, living your best life, getting some dick. I'm not, so get some for me. What have I been doing? So guys, here's another shocking, breaking news. (laughs) Ready? I'm quitting drinking. I quit weed this year. Okay. I just hated that I would get high as shit and eat everything I could see and watch TV. Like what the fuck kind of behavior is that? So cut that out of my life. And then I feel like every time I speak about me drinking on this show, it's never like a casual chill night. Like apparently I can never just like have a drink like a normal person. Like I have to either black out or throw up or have some chaos happen to me or get kicked out of a club. Like I can't just ever have a nice night. You know, when I was little, my parents didn't allow me to touch anything nice because I would always break it. So I've clearly carried that into my adult life as well, I guess. And like, I can't have anything fucking nice, whatever. I went out last weekend and I threw up and I threw up some blood. (laughs) So sorry if that's TMI. I don't have any chill on this podcast. Like I just tell you guys literally everything ever. So yeah, that happened. And I was like, oh my God, clearly my body is like crying for help. It, It has happened before. I was like, if I ignore this sign and just keep drinking, like nothing ever happened, I literally could care less about my body. I'm literally telling my health, I don't give a fuck about you. Like fucking figure it out, please. I would rather drink. So anyways, I will no longer be drinking alcohol for the foreseeable future. But you know, I think it's a sign because I have been saying that I want to go sober and then I keep not going sober. And the universe was like, you know what, bitch, fucking get it together. You've been saying this for a long time here. You need to worry about your health now and we're not doing alcohol anymore. So yeah, I'm going to be a sober queen for a long time. I want to see how long I'm going to take this for, because to be honest, I've been very intrigued by sober life. I see it on TikTok. I see people talking about how they just go out and drink like you know soda water and i want to try it first of all less calories second of all i'm not gonna black out third of all i'm not gonna do some dumb shit my problem is also like when i get too drunk i'm already friendly as it is so can you imagine me like on like four drinks Uh guys you get the full picture i'm just like really friendly and bubbly and like i'll just talk to people and then i talk way too long to someone that i didn't actually like really want to spend that much time talking to and like you know my theme for this year is like intention focus structure and drinking just doesn't seem to go along with that and I was out with my lovely friend Anna and I was like talking to her mom about it the next morning and I was like you know me getting that drunk and like getting sick is like it has to be a signal that there's something I'm not expressing because you know how people say that like overspending is a signal that you are not expressing your emotions so it like shows up in your spending because spending is like an instant gratification thing and most people spend because they're sad about something or because they're bored there's always an emotion behind spending so if you're spending more than you earn it's a sign that you have pent up emotions that you're not releasing if you didn't know that now you know i'm trying to figure out why i'm broke so i read a book (laughs) i'm sure the same thing applies to alcohol because like it's giving something is going on and i'm just not paying enough attention and i am not expressing or working through my emotions enough so i'm cutting all of that out and yeah guys like i just really want to i don't know just be the best fucking possible version of myself ever i visited anna let's not skip over that because every time me and anna hang out it's pure chaos we can't ever it's like me anna and taya like those are the people that when we go out it's just literal chaos they're the best nights obviously they're not horrible nights at all by any means but like it's never just like oh let's like go hang out and like have it never 
never chill ever and what's funny is like me and anna talk about manifestation like 24 fucking 7 when we're together it's the only thing we talk about she manifested people that night she manifested free drinks like anna manifests the entire night when we go out it's actually like so incredible to watch i keep saying it every week i'm like i'm manifesting a man this year i <laughs> i'm manifesting a lot right now it's mostly because i manifested like all of my career opportunities that i'm experiencing right now and i was like holy shit so it's really that easy like I literally just have to ask. I forget that manifestation is that easy and it like really happens that quickly. One of my focuses in manifestation is like my dating life. I wanted to manifest a relationship this year. Now that I decided I want to be super, super focused, I don't know if a relationship is like in the cards for me, but whatever. I guess the whole point of life is that you don't know what's going to happen to you and you just have to go with it. But <laughs> I'm giving New York, at, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm giving neurotic. I feel like I just had a brain aneurysm. I'm giving you neurotic right now. I understand that, okay? I'm very well aware. My brain runs a million miles an hour and it never slows down. The more I think about it, the more 100% I'm convinced of this. Like, I really feel like the more we shit talk men, like, the worse our experience ends up being. The more I talk shit on them, like, the more I manifest, like, men who are shitty. As human beings, we're really such powerful people and especially women. Like, I feel like women are such incredible human beings. Like, we have so much power already within us and I feel I feel like so much of our lives are fed by this narrative of us needing to find our own place in society and us fulfilling certain expectations because of our gender and we are also instilled with a lot more fear than men are we're scared of like sexual assault or like getting taken advantage of there's like so many other things that like we are scared of that men are just not scared of and i really think the reason why we feel like we live in a man's world is because men don't have as much fear as we do and we perpetuate our own existence in this fear by being afraid do you know what i mean some of my recent fears have really been like am i missing out on good men because i can't get my head out of my asshole or am i like setting up myself well for my future partner am i missing out by not dating should i be doing more casual relationships should i not be doing casual at all should i be going on dates should i not be do you see what i mean ever since i started this show i wanted to like really drill into the heads of whoever listens that your experience is your fucking experience and the more you allow noise and fear to cloud your experience it just doesn't help you like, how does that fucking help you? And I always tell girls, like, you know, think about if you actually like the guy or not, or think about where you want to go in life and don't think about what a man is doing around you or like, how can you fit your life into somebody else's life? Just focus on your lane, focus on what you actually want to do and let everything else fall into place. But I struggle with this too, because I can honestly say that I've never been in like a really deep, loving, healthy relationship. I don't know if I've ever really been in love. Like, I think I was in love with my ex, but I also feel like there was so much in that relationship that just wasn't I mean obviously wasn't okay I don't want to say it wasn't real but like the way the dynamic was set up and the reason why I stuck around for so long was purely based on the toxicity of the relationship like I wanted to be chasing love like I wanted to be chasing something all the time so I didn't really allow myself to like slow down and like really be and like that just wasn't what I was receptive to and I was telling my friend the other night I was like you know if that relationship had been normal say and like say he 
was committed to me, say he like got his shit together. I don't think I would have stayed with him for very long. First of all, because I'm like really fucking stubborn and I would always butt heads with him. <laughs> we just didn't agree on like everything and I just knew we would fight over everything and I would end up divorcing him. Like I just knew. Guys, I don't know what it is. Like I literally swear to God I'm psychic because I just know things. I swear I just be knowing shit that logistically, how would I know? But I know and I'm always right. I was like really thinking about it and I was like, I don't think I would have really enjoyed that relationship if it wasn't as volatile as it was and like up and down and toxic like that's just what I wanted the guy I dated before my ex I never talk about him on here because he's irrelevant and he's also ugly I was having so many dreams about both my ex-boyfriends all holiday season. The dreams finally stopped maybe two, three weeks ago, but it was terrible because in the dreams, like I would dream about my first ex and I literally, guys, I dead ass think he's so fucking ugly. Like, I'm sorry. I do. I was dreaming about him and he'd come up in my dreams and be like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like in the dreams, I would be disturbed as to why he was there. I didn't like that he was there. I was like, so I was like, oh, please leave. Like you're literally so gross to me. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a dream of like, oh, I miss you. Like you were actually, no, like fuck that. And in that relationship, I literally just got bored and like broke up with him because we weren't having enough sex. And I was like, I'm not going to be in a relationship where I feel like I'm your fucking friend. What the fuck is that about? So I broke up with him and I remember him being like, Oh, like, why is that a problem? I'm like, do you not care about having a physical part of the relationship? Like, that's the most, I mean, honestly, it was the most important part for me. Physical touch is my love language. So like if also it's like why are you like just gonna be with someone and never have sex with them like I don't understand that I think sex is such an important part of relationships I think it's how you deepen your relationships I think it's how you get to know somebody better I think it's a fun place to like explore new things with your partner like sex can be so multifaceted that's also why I don't support casual sex because casual sex isn't multifaceted you're usually using it to keep a guy interested or to get a guy to be interested in you or to like come off a certain way or just to like come which there's nothing wrong with that but we also have vibrators like we don't need to be fucking crusty dusty men to come and guys I didn't come for like years I was like having sex for like two three years and not coming you know what I mean like clearly I've had some serious issues with intimacy and men in the past it's fine we're working through it together so if you're listening to this you're on my healing journey whether you like it or not that relationship is just so bizarre to me because I think about it sometimes and I'm like what the fuck was I doing like why was I there and what the fuck were you doing like what the act and it was kind of like a lengthy relationship it was like two years and it was like very stable very committed he was a Capricorn I'm Taurus you know what I mean it was like steady and I was so goddamn bored like I had to get out and like it's it's really funny because now I really don't enjoy dating and it's really because of you know my last relationship I'm addicted to my space I'm addicted to my peace I'm addicted to being with myself I'm addicted to my own energy and the thought of inviting somebody else into that is just not the fucking vibe right now i feel like it would fuck everything up it would throw off all my balance and i'm just really enjoying being alone sue me it is you know partially due to all the trauma i've been through but with my first boyfriend like when i broke up with him like i literally was sad for like maybe three days to a week like it was not a very long period of time and then i started going on dates and (laughs) i at this point in time i worked in downtown san diego so i would meet a lot of guys at work i was like i worked at a bar and i was like 19 ish 1920 um and like i don't know the guys i mean they were cute they were around my age and i would just like hang out with them i was still kind of talking to him at this point and I just remember like 
talking to him less and less. And he asked me one time he texted me while I was on a date and I was like, oh, this is so awkward. And then when I got home, he would like ask me like why I hadn't responded and where I was. And I was like, honestly, I was on a date. And he was like, oh, I didn't know we were seeing other people. And I was like, well, I am. I just didn't give a fuck. But to be honest, girls, like I really feel like at some point in your life, I don't encourage like toxicity and not respecting other people. But like at some point, like fuck it, who cares? It's your dating experience. It's your life. And like that guy, like the reason why that relationship was so like blah was really because he just didn't appreciate me at all and he kind of admitted to the fact that he only wanted to stay with me because I was like a good person to be with like he literally said that because he was like I wasn't happy in this relationship but I didn't want to break up with you and I was like why not like I'm breaking up with you because I'm not happy with you he was like I just like you're a really good person to be with like that is the lamest most selfish excuse you could ever give somebody I swear so you see why I'm like in the position that I'm in right now I've had like both streams and then I had a guy who took care of me financially and not emotionally and then a guy who took care of me emotionally but not financially it's just a whole mess I don't really know how to casually date I don't have a setting between oh I'm getting to know you and I'm marrying you there's no in between like I don't just date people to just date and have fun like if I can't see myself marrying you I'm not going to continue dating you I just why would I be here like I don't need to be with somebody that fucking bad I just feel like girlies half the time you could be doing a lot fucking better now i feel like i've learned that if i'm not like truly truly excited about you and i don't really want to be here and i don't really see this going anywhere there's not much incentive for me to be there in the first place and it's just not really worth my time i feel like dating has really become almost like a chore it's almost like a thing that we feel like we're supposed to do or maybe like you're at a point in life where you're just kind of lonely and you feel like if you just keep looking like eventually you're bound to meet somebody and i just don't buy into that like i feel like the best way to date is is to spend as much time alone as possible. My ideal dating scenario is literally spending as much time alone and like really investing in myself and my experience and my career and everything that I want to build for myself. And obviously this is going to look different for everybody. I'm a very career driven person. So for me, like everything that I have is like based in what I'm doing. And I want to build myself up to a place where I'm really self-sufficient, where I have my dream life and my dream career. And I did it, you know, I don't have to do it completely alone all the time but like I want to be in that position where like I can look at my life and be so proud of what I've accomplished essentially on my own and that's when I really picture myself being open to sharing my life with somebody because I also heard really good advice recently that you should not get into relationships based on what you can get you should get into them based on what you can give I really do feel like I'm in a position where I do have so much to give and I'm so excited for when I do get into a relationship and I can support somebody and see them thrive in their environment and do well for themselves and I can like be a part of their life and like give them all the love and support that I have and like I'm so excited for that because the more you give the more you get in return and I think now we're entering into the dating scene just as like lost souls searching for someone to complete us we're also in a space where like we want someone to have so much so that we feel good about being with them like we want guys who are really rich and really established in their careers and what I'm challenging myself to do this year is to become everything that I imagine my future partner to be like I want to embody all of those qualities my I don't feel like people are spending enough time on their own. I don't feel like people are getting to know themselves well enough to actually be in relationships. People don't spend enough time on their own to really know themselves or know what they bring or what they even want to bring to a relationship. And like it just results in two people just not well equipped to be together or like essentially be in a partnership. I've worked so hard on myself. I've done so much. I've been through so much. Like I don't want to sacrifice my peace for anything. Also my thing with sex, like I just don't feel like it's ever worth for me to like let you in my 
my space and let you in my aura because like sex is such a powerful exchange of energy right I'm past the point in my life where I'm gonna do that with just anybody and like I've touched on before like when I was younger I really did used to think that sex was just kind of like a thing that you had or didn't have like I didn't understand there was like a deeper meaning behind it I also used it as a way to like leverage my relationship with men and like to be more attractive to men and use it as a way for them to like me more or like I talked about a few weeks ago a security blanket because I really felt like if I was giving them what they wanted from me and I was giving what they asked for I was like safe and I was good and then I could have the room to like be myself and explore different parts of the relationship because I was already providing to them like what I felt like they wanted you know and like I'm at a point in life where I'm no longer interested in doing that and I guess what frustrates me too like when I talk to other girls like my age who are kind of in the same range and we're all just trying to figure out when to step into the dating pool where to step in like how do we stand out like what kind of men do we want to attract how do we want to act around them like I think I find so many of us like second guessing ourselves and like for example say you like meet a guy when you're out and like you hang out with him or maybe it was just like a one-time interaction but you thought he was so hot and like maybe you exchanged information and like you want to hang out with him later like as women there's always that lingering feeling of like did I do too much like was I too touchy was I too flirty is anything I'm too easy is anything I'm too hard and then he won't talk to me at all like there's we second guess ourselves so much and we create all these narratives around people that we like or people that we're interested in to like you know make sure that in our brains we're worthy of them and we can actually get who we want to get and like we just end up entering relationships with guys who are like honestly really mediocre but we have just chosen to put them on a pedestal and we've chosen to like worship the fucking ground they walk on and put up with all of their shitty ass treatment because we decided that we like them the more affection we get in like casual settings we're like okay we're probably gonna date this guy and like even if our intuition is telling us no like red flag red flag like abort no like don't go there we still continue because we decided that we want that I think it happens so often with us because we are like intuitive fucking beings girls like I want you to understand that like you are literal goddess in human flesh you just like being a woman and like being a female being like you are so powerful just in that and I think the only reason why we end up putting up with so much or like putting up with toxic behavior or guys who don't deserve us is really because we don't understand the power that we have to attract what we really want or how powerful we are to just move the world and get what we want because we are who we are like we always feel like we have to do more to show up we always feel like showing up as ourselves just isn't enough and we just have to do so much but then we're also too afraid to do too much because we want to be liked so badly and we essentially have this desire to appease everybody around us and I think that's because like as a woman growing up I can speak to my personal experience I was either too loud or I was too quiet or I was too this or too that or my skirt was too short or it was too long like whatever I did it didn't feel like it was enough and it didn't feel like I could ever really just fit in and be normal and just like be like everybody else and I in my adult life have really had to work past that and I've had to struggle and fight with that part of me that second guesses myself all the time that questions if I did too much or if I'm worthy enough or if I'm funny enough and enough is always the last part of the equation like it's always the last part of the question the last part of the sentence and I find myself asking myself like what could I do to just like be enough and like when is just me being me and showing up as myself enough I have learned that who you are is like your greatest currency in the world because nobody else is like you and that sounds super super cheesy but 
but guys, cliches are cliches for a reason. <laughs> like it's actually so true. And I think the more you understand your own power as a unique individual, the more you can move through the world and actually attract all the things that you deserve because you're so understanding of like you being a currency and like you being you is like so fucking incredible and powerful. With guys, like if you're overthinking your every interaction, your every text message, if you're wondering how to hit on men, like literally just showing up and being yourself and being the wonderful, beautiful, incredible goddess you are is all you have to do. Like that is all you have to do is literally just show up. You also have to adapt this mentality that people want to help you. If you are a career woman or whatever you're trying to do and you feel like the next step to your goals is like maybe you need some help adapt the mentality that people want to help you that the world is at your fingertips the world is literally your oyster and whatever you need to get to that next stage you are very capable of getting and attracting and having get rid of this mentality that like you did too much or you talk too much or you talk too loud or you laugh too much or whatever it is and like understand that like who you are is like so fucking perfect and good enough and you're fine there is actually so much that you don't need to worry about that you waste time worrying about i really think that that's what makes us get into relationships with like shitty ass guys that's what makes us put up with treatment that we don't deserve and it's so confusing and i found myself looking at myself too especially recently and i've kind of been like you know i see a lot of my peers like get into relationships and get married and have kids and i've been single for a while and like i've never really had like a public boyfriend <laughs> i've never claimed about on my social media so sometimes i do look at myself and i'm like is something wrong with me like what is missing like why am I always the friend who shows up alone why am I always a friend who never has a plus one I feel like I have so much to offer like why don't I have what everybody else has and to be honest like I've come to terms with it recently and I've become very comfortable in my single state and I think it's really because I understand there's something so perfect out there for me and divine timing is everything and like I can't force that to happen sooner than it's meant to happen and I have to get rid of the idea that the reason I'm in the position that I'm in has anything to do with me like it has very much my choice and like it's funny because when I tell people what I really look for in a man and what I really want in my future partner pretty much everyone tells me that I'm being unrealistic and that I'm crazy and that I'm expecting too much and there's like a one percent of guys who are like that and in my head I'm like I don't fucking care I'm the one percent of women so why can't I get the one percent of men like it doesn't matter and that's what I mean when I'm saying this year is the year where I'm really working on embodying everything that I want I want to embody that myself because it's mostly like a personal goal like I kind of just want to do it to prove to myself that I can but I also want to do it to like prove to everybody around me that like no like I'm a one percenter too like I have incredibly high standards but I'm capable of being that person as well and it's given me such a strong motivation it's given me so much more drive to just be better for myself and not for anybody else which is like honestly the best feeling in your 20s the best thing to do is to figure out how you want to show up in the world who you want to be and achieve all of that there's no reason why you can't get all these things and your biggest enemy like the biggest thing that's going to come in your way is doubt and criticism comparison all of the things that are low-key ingrained in us as women we're always competing with each other i mean at least for me like when i was little i competed with my brothers because i mean what else was i gonna fucking do but i feel like with other women like it was a different kind of competition and like girls would either be mean to me or put me down because they felt a type of way about me or how i carried myself and it's really sad that we've like come into a world where we're kind of like pitted against each other in that way but i also really feel like the more you harness your power and become more and more of yourself and allow situations like that to affect you less and less it really helps you step into your power and that's what you deserve you know i was scrolling on tiktok the other day and i was like holy shit i haven't wondered about my worth 
in so long. Honestly, wondering about my worth was like the biggest issue I had in my last relationship. Like it wasn't even really the treatment. It was how the treatment made me feel about myself. That's really what fucked me up because it makes you feel like an imposter. It makes you feel like you're not actually that great or it makes you question yourself. Questioning yourself is like one of the worst feelings in the world. It's like one of the weirdest like self-identity crisis moments you can have is when you don't understand why the treatment that you're getting is something that you're accepting and it makes you think that like you know what does my partner really think of me my ex was not somebody who really uplifted me sometimes it would really get in my head and I would question if like he sees me like that and he claims to love me and be so close to me how do other people see me what if he's right what if everything he's saying is true and that was the biggest struggle for me to work out of my relationship was to rediscover myself and rediscover my own identity rediscover how I really wanted to show up in the world and discover who I really was and essentially prove to myself who I really was. I think what's given me the most confidence, like I talk about confidence a lot on this show, but if you really want to understand how to tap into it, the key really is to like feel capable. I have so much confidence in myself and in life and I radiate so much like positivity and confident energy when I truly believe in my capabilities and I've experienced that so much by having like a million job interviews in the past week today was the first day I haven't had a job interview in a whole week I've just been focusing on being my most authentic self and like talking to them how I would talk to anybody else and it's really worked like I can confidently say it's worked and it's been so fun and like fulfilling to actually like really feel like I did so well in these interviews but I realized that the only reason why I feel like I'm capable of achieving the career goals that I am aiming for right now is because I feel so capable in what I'm showing myself in real time I can do. Whatever you feel not confident about, whatever is an insecurity, it's really an opportunity to face it head on and change it into something that's actually so positive about yourself. And that's why I really encourage all of you to like take alone time after a relationship and like take time to discover yourself. What about you makes you this like incredible magnetic person that no one else is like because you are those things no matter how you feel at any given moment no matter how someone else is treating you I really think it's so scary that you can get with somebody and just the way they think about you or talk to you or treat you can literally severely impact your personal image on yourself it can impact your self-identity and it can impact how you feel about yourself and like it's scary that other people have that much power but it also makes me want to know myself so deeply that I will never allow myself to get to that place mentally again I can confidently say it's like one of the hardest things that I had to to work out of and it's one of the most damaging parts of a relationship is like psychological trauma and just trying to understand like who you really are and like how are you going to recover from this i can honestly say that like i really have consistently been working on myself to become better and better in like any possible way that i can and that's something that i really pride myself on and i have full faith in my ability to achieve anything because i will always do better and i will always want to do better and i think that's such an incredible quality for anybody to have but for us women like we need to understand that like we are such incredible people and like you there is no reason why you should be going out here and like having mediocre ass sex why you should be like allowing men who have no interest in your well-being or in putting you first or in actually providing for you and treating you well and wanting you to feel confident and hot and sexy like there's no reason why we should be allowing any of those men into our spaces and like you also have to understand that like some people really don't want to see you shine and that's just like not your fucking problem and especially with men like i hate men who just can't let a woman like have her fucking moment like 
like you should be with somebody who really wants you to feel so good about yourself and isn't intimidated by you feeling good about yourself because I think that's like a big part of being a woman we're so attractive and we're so hot and we're so sexy and we have so many powers that we can use to our advantage at literally any given point in time and I think that is so fucking intimidating to everybody male and females alike and that is just an opportunity to maximize your powers all the fucking time but you can't do that if you're not fully comfortable in yourself if you're not fully confident in yourself and guess what like if you're allowing people who eat away at that confidence who eat away at your self-esteem who put you down more than they bring you up you're putting yourself in a compromising position and you're just taking away more and more of your power and the more you think about how everything about you is what contributes to you moving through the world in a certain way i feel like that's where i understand like the importance of staying away from toxic people and like being really intentional in my dating experiences and not like having sex with just anybody because everything i have is like so precious to me right and it's like my energy and my energy field is something that i really want to protect and it's something i've worked so hard on i'm not just going to give it up for anyone once i adopted this mentality it became so much easier for me to not question how i was acting around men to not question my self-worth and to not put myself in situations that were genuinely not good for me my last relationship or situationship with it whatever like my longest casual interaction with a guy was like pretty recently and like i had gotten close to him as like a friend as well you know like I cared about him like a lot and it came to a point where I was like you know what like even me wanting to keep your friendship or valuing any emotional support you've given me is not worth my peace anymore it is not worth how I feel about myself after I hang out with you it is not worth me sacrificing any part of what I want to like talk to you and spend time with you that is something that's so important to understand when you're casually dating is like you can get involved with whoever you want to you can do whatever the fuck you want girl if you want to go out and have sex every Every single day with a new person you can do that if you want to sleep with one person for two years you can do that if you want a situation to find like it doesn't matter what the only thing that matters is you and how are you functioning through that and is this what you actually want are you secure enough in yourself to go weeks without sex and still feel pretty and still feel hot are you okay with not actively being desired or chased by somebody and still knowing that you are the prize like are you capable of all of those things because if you're not it's just an opportunity to cut everything off and make sure that you are because that is a skill it's a literal fucking skill in the dating world that you need to have because when you're that untouchable no one can get in your head no guy who decides not to text you back today can really make you feel any type of way no guy can manipulate you into doing shit that you actually didn't want to do because that is actually what it means to know your worth knowing your worth is not just looking in the mirror and doing like i am affirmations it's not just knowing that you're pretty or hot or that you have a lot to offer knowing your worth is understanding how powerful you are as a human being as a divine being and how incredible everything you have inside of you is and the fact that you don't want to fuck that up for just anybody you're not going to let just anyone in that space i don't care about your status i don't care about who you are how much money you have i just care about like do you appreciate me are you somebody that i would want to spend time with like are you someone who's going to help me be a better person like these are the type of questions you should be asking yourself and stop focusing so much on like the little shit of like him texting you or not or him paying or driving you like all of that are just so small in the grand scheme the men that i really dream of attracting and the men that i really want to be 
with are men who would really appreciate me and want me to be my absolute best self and be able to support me. And if a man is doing that and if anyone is treating you that way, do you think like I'm going to have to think twice about them opening the door for me or providing for me or making sure that I'm emotionally taken care of and, you know, however else they want to take care of me? Do you think I'm going to have to think twice about worrying about that? Like, absolutely not. So that's why I stress on like getting to know people for who they are, getting to know their character, because all of the other things fade away over time. Like a guy being nice to you and a guy like complimenting you, like all of those are so short lived and they're easy. Like they are so easy. Something I've always said is like, even when a guy mistreats you horribly, say he ghosted you or he cheated on you or he did something really fucked up to you. Do you realize that like them sending you flowers or writing notes or even in my ex's case, fucking emails, whatever man is doing to essentially redeem himself after he did something really fucking shitty to you, it is easy girlies and it makes them feel good about themselves. Like imagine like how good you feel if you like really fucked up, but then you like send flowers or you do something nice and then immediately you get like the validation of like, oh, look, okay, okay, she's like, she's okay with me. She's not mad. Like, okay, it makes them feel good about themselves because it negates all of their bad treatment. It makes them feel like they are no longer a bad guy. They are actually a good guy and they're a savior and they're somebody who's really going to treat you so well if she would just like believe me again. Like that is the narrative that they tell themselves and they don't actually care about doing better. They just care about making you feel better in the moment enough to forget what they did before and enough to forgive them enough to let them back into your life. So then they have an in and then they can continue to do the shit that they've been doing. And I understand this seems like a really pessimistic viewpoint and you're probably listening to me like whatever, like my guy's not like that or not all guys are like that. Maybe not, but I believe that somebody who really respects me, really honors me, somebody who is worthy of my time and energy and space would not have to do that because they wouldn't have put themselves in that position in the first place. And I don't care if that seems like an unrealistic expectation because that's how I am. Like even with my ex, like in the worst moments, like I still like cared about him and I loved him and I respected him and I didn't want to hurt him, you know? And like, I couldn't imagine somebody not feeling that way about me and claiming to love me in the same breath. And I still don't believe that. I don't believe that's a thing. And I think if you're experiencing such hot and cold treatment and it's so confusing, it's just a sign that like somebody is probably not emotionally ready to really supply you with what you need. And they honestly just don't deserve to be in your space because think about it this way. Like whoever enters your space is going to impact your energy field. It's like you're like in this little bubble and like whoever comes in is going to leave marks, is going to leave scars and they can be good or bad. And why would you let somebody in who is not going to make your bubble stronger and better and brighter? Like what is the fucking point? If you are in a position where being alone is something that scares you and it feels really uncomfortable or maybe you feel like being alone means you're not attractive or you're not good enough for a relationship, I encourage you to really get rid of those limiting beliefs. I think it's so powerful when a woman understands who she is and can stand on her own two feet and is in a position to accept or reject offers. It's like when you're looking for a job and you want the best possible job you can get, like you're in the best position when you have multiple offers, but you know your worth and you're not going to accept less money. You're not going to accept a shitty offer because you have so many in front of you and you understand your worth. Like that is arguably the best position to be in. The same thing applies to you in your dating life. Like the more you treat yourself as like a currency and you understand that like you are so valuable, it's not worth allowing people to fuck that up. And at the end of the day, like everything is an experience, but like I really encourage women to like understand their power and like don't worry about like all the little shit. Don't worry about like 
honestly, even how you come off to men. Just worry about who you want to be in the world and how you want to show up and how you want to treat people. I've found myself to be the most attractive to men when I'm just treating them like people and I'm having a conversation with them that I would have with anyone if I was attracted to them or not. And I just literally treat them as a friend that I'm getting to know. I've gotten so much more like information. I've gotten to know them so much better. I've made them so much comfortable around me and it's been such a better experience than me going into it thinking like, what kind of questions can I ask you to get the information that I need? How can I tell if you would like take me out and spend money on me? Like, I think we put too many prerequisites on dating somebody and we don't allow space to get to know them. And then it just puts a whole weird atmosphere around the dynamic. And I have always said the same thing. Like, I don't believe a guy taking you to a fancy restaurant or on a nice dinner or a nice date means shit. Like, it's the easiest thing to fucking do. It doesn't mean he's a good guy. It doesn't mean that he's going to treat you amazingly. It doesn't mean he's never going to cheat on you. It just means that he knows the right things to do and he knows that that's what's expected of him and he's going to do it. I think it's great to like want to treat women. The point where I will be able to tell whether we are compatible or not or whether you are someone that I actually want to be with is going to be way past the first date, way past the first restaurant you ever took me to and it's really going to be me understanding how you function as a human being and honestly guys like I did an episode a few weeks ago about my ex and like what really made me finally let go of him was not all the shitty things he did it wasn't all the red flags it wasn't all the cheating it was literally me looking at him and realizing that he could bend over backwards for the rest of his life he could be the best guy ever he could never look at another woman ever again but he was never going to be enough for me because his best in a relationship was not good enough for me and it sounds really shitty when you say it like that but it's the flat out truth like whatever he was capable of offering was never going to be up to my standard. And it just is what it fucking is. We all have our own relationship standards. Just because someone doesn't measure up doesn't necessarily mean they're horrible people. Like my ex might be a literal fucking sociopath. But beyond that, like I just understood that like it was never going to work. Like his actions and the things that he was capable of doing day to day was never going to fit into my standard for a relationship. I only knew that because I was making efforts to get to know myself and I wasn't basing everything in our dynamic off of what he was saying, not saying, doing, or not doing. I took the time, as painful as it was, to get to know myself and understand like what I really needed to function in a relationship dynamic. So that's really like what dating is about. And like I feel like I have so much more clarity about dating in your 20s than I used to because, you know, and you've heard it in the past few episodes. Like I keep saying, okay, I feel like I should open up. I've been single for two years. Like I should get to it now. Like, you know, it's giving emotional trauma. It's giving like I need to get my shit together and I was thinking about it the other day I was like actually no like actually no I don't like I don't need to force myself to do things that I don't have any desire to do just because I feel like I should or just because everybody else is doing it because in my experience whenever I've done that it has never turned out in the way that I want it to it's never really made me happy it's just been like okay like whatever like it's just something that I literally did and it's never worth it and like I'm somebody who knows myself so well that I I have so much faith in my ability to like just know when I meet my fucking husband and like know when it's time for me to open up to something new and even this year like if something comes up where I feel like I would benefit from having a close relationship and I would learn more about myself like I'm open-minded but like I'm no longer subscribing to this idea that I have to do certain things or I have to show up a certain way like actually no the fuck I do not like I can show up the way that I want to and that is perfectly fine and that is perfectly good enough so I hope this episode made you feel less alone I hope this episode made you realize how fucking powerful and incredible and hot and amazing you are 
and you deserve the absolute, absolute best, but give it to yourself first. That is literally the key to everything. And yeah, that is all I have for this episode. I literally love you so goddamn much. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting. I'm going to start doing listener shout outs on the podcast. So if you leave a five-star rating on Apple podcasts and write a little paragraph about what you like about the show, or if you have anything you would like to say, anything on your heart, I would really, really appreciate the support. Obviously, the more five-star ratings I get, the more people get to hear about this show. We can all be besties. So I would really, really appreciate it if you could show your support and you will be getting a shout out on the episode. I also do Q and A's every single Monday on the Good Girl Instagram, so you can find me at Good Girl Pod on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And my personal at is at Julia Lena Thomas on Instagram. And as always, I will see you next Thursday. I love you. Bye. Yeah.